Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, or good evening, if that applies to you. Perhaps it's good morning. You'll let me know. Good evening. Hello, this is Rick Lupert from the Poetry Superhighway, broadcasting live from sunny Southern California. Happy to have you with me for our monthly worldwide open poetry reading. Call in. It's your chance to read a poem to everyone who's listening. To everyone who will listen in the future to these episodes in the archive, it's a good experience for you to have. It's a good experience for us to have. The number is 646-716-7362. So we have no content or style restrictions. Just call in, call the number. You can Skype in and uh, we'll get you on the air and you'll have the chance to read a poem and be prepared for my ridiculous questions about what's going on in your poetry world as well. All right, uh, a couple things have been happening here at po- in Poetry Superhighway uh land, I guess, and I wanted to wanted to g- give you some some info about it. We just uh we just um well, I don't know if you got the chance to tune in last month or actually it was sort of yeah, it was last month. It was the end of last month, November 30th. Our last show was a special edition of Poetry Superhighway Live called The Gettysburg Undressed, Undressed in which uh, Brendan Constantine and I were in conversation about my new book, The Gettysburg Undressed. I understand there was a, a little bit of a technical glitch and only the first 15 minutes of the show were actually broadcast live. But the entire show, which was about, I don't know, 70 minutes or so, uh, was recorded and is available to listen online in the archive. And I, I definitely recommend checking it out. It was a pretty interesting conversation, I think. I read a bunch of poetry from my new book. Uh, Brendan is a great person to be having a conversation with in general, uh, but particularly good at uh, orchestrating things like this, and, and he really led the conversation well. Uh, we talked about poetry craft. We talked about process, etc. I think it was entertaining and fun. And and if you missed out on the live broadcast or had any technical difficulties uh, listening because of uh, because it cut off after 15 minutes, I definitely uh, recommend that you check it out. Just uh, go to poetrysuperhighway.com/psh and click on the uh, PSH live link there, and you can see the link to the show in the archive. Or if you're on the uh, Blog Talk Radio page course you can just look at our archived episodes and it's there don't do that right this second though because uh right now we're having a whole different show it's our online open reading and uh, in a couple minutes we're going to get to our callers our readers and you'll have the chance to to read poems online as well um all right the other thing i wanted to tell you two other things actually we published since our last open reading our annual list of holiday recommendations 
we like to do this every year. Uh, just call out a number of books which have come to our attention in the poetry world, uh, a few books by individual poets which we've liked, um, a couple of anthologies which include many poets, also a couple of poetry resource books, things that you can look through uh, looking for places to submit your work and other kinds of things like that. So we publish that online. We think that these are things that you should consider when when uh, wanting to figure out what to give someone who's a fan of poetry or maybe someone who doesn't realize that they're a fan of poetry, you could turn them into a fan of poetry. Um, these are these are our top picks. So if you're interested in checking out what those are for 2014, I think this is the third or fourth year that we've, we've published this list this time of year. Uh, just go to poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH and you can click on the bookstore menu and one of the choices there is holiday recommendations and and they're all there. And I believe uh, there's plenty of time for you to get them uh, before the holiday that you celebrate, whatever that may be. Hanukkah is coming up very soon, so you probably uh, – if you want to make it for the first night of Hanukkah, you probably have to have Amazon Prime and place your order today or tomorrow to get it by – Tuesday, uh, but uh, well, that's just a little recommendation uh, uh, from from me and my Jewish sensibility about when things will arrive if you order them. But say you celebrate Christmas, oh, plenty of time. Amazon Prime, I'm telling you, it's all there. The other thing I wanted to tell you about before we get to our first caller is, you know, uh, speaking of this whole mass hysteria shopping phenomenon that happens around this time of year. Of course, right after Thanksgiving is uh, is Black Friday, and I'm sure you've all experienced the insanity of the months leading up to Black Friday where everyone starts having their pre-Black Friday sales and get your Black Friday sales now and, and all of that kind of thing. Well, so Black Friday happens on, on, uh, on the Friday after Thanksgiving, a day of consumer madness. Uh, which lasts the whole weekend. It's not even a fr- just a Friday anymore. Leading up to the further electronic insanity of Cyber Monday, which when I first heard that phrase sounded much dirtier than it actually was intended. Another day of shopping and sales dedicated to uh, purchasing stuff online, happening the Monday after Black Friday, which happens the Friday after Thanksgiving. So, in a moment of sanity, in, in a breath of, of fresh air, a group of people got together and said, hey, how about enough of all of this uh, consumer madness? Um, and we start thinking a little bit about giving back to the community, giving things to people who need them. And so Giving Tuesday started. Uh, there's actually a nonprofit organization, givingtuesday.org, that encourages people to, especially in, in the maniacal wake of, of these two uh, purchasing holidays. And I realize I just told you about our holiday recommendations and, and such. I don't think it's bad to, to buy stuff. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's especially cool that there's now a whole day right after those days dedicated to, to giving. So um, this really applies to any way that you would want to give uh, to any organization or individual or anything. Just a, a day where where instead of thinking about consumerism and, and what you can get, um, instead you're thinking about uh, who you can give to to make their lives better. So that's Giving Tuesday. And every year, 
though this actually may only be the second year that we've done this now that I think about it. But hey, two years in a row. That's every year for the last two years. If we do it next year, really we've started started a pattern. We publish a list of poetry and writing related organizations that are A, nonprofit, and that B, we think would be uh, particularly worthy of your donations at this time of year. So Giving Tuesday is already passed, but perhaps you're uh, someone who lives in the United States of America who uh, therefore would benefit by making donations to tax de- to tax deductible organizations because of course you can write off as much as you donate on your taxes. Well, uh, and if you're listening to the show, I suspect you're a fan of poetry and writing organizations. So go to our website, poetrysuperhighway.com, and there's a banner on the top in the middle there which says uh, Giving Tuesday, and it points you right to our list of uh, of organizations that we think are worthwhile for you to consider uh, donating your money to. Again, they're all literary and poetry organizations Excuse me, and they are all nonprofit organizations, which means that if you donate something to them before the end of the year, you uh, will get to write that off on your taxes. Um, even if you don't pick one of the organizations that I've suggested, and even if it's not a poetry and writing organization, I definitely encourage you to think of others and and give what you can at this time of year. All right, that is all the public service announcements and poetry service announcements and general service announcements of any kind that I have for you uh, today. Uh, we're going to get right to our open reading now. The number to call in is area code 646-716-7362. Do call in. We'd lo- love to hear what it is that you have to read. Our first caller is from the 801 area code. Hi. Hi, this is Trish. Hi, Trish. How are you, Trish? Hopkinson from, where are you calling from? Utah. Utah. Cool. Yes. Um, how's life in Utah? Well, it's finally started to snow. So we're just now getting our first snow here in uh, what's considered Happy Valley. It's the, the Provo area about 35 miles south of Salt Lake. Okay. Cool. And um and that and snow is like you guys wait for that to come so you can enjoy the various snow related activities, etc. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, Trish, I'm so glad that you called cuz uh you know, uh you've been such an active person in the Poetry Superhighway Facebook group and uh posting unlike uh, what most other people use the group for, which of course is a completely fine usage of it, is posting their own work. Ninety-eight percent of what you post is uh, are recommendations of other ways that people can benefit from from poetry, resources, places that that are looking for submissions, and all that kind of stuff. And I just I think it's so cool that you spend so much of your energy. Um, uh, you know, trying to 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 give this information out to other people. Absolutely. So um, I have a, a poetry blog, and that's at trishhopkinson.com. You can follow me there, and I post writing tips, articles, uh, no-fee calls for submissions, um, anything I can to help promote writing and poetry in general. I'm also on Facebook, um, and you can, if you can't remember my name, you can just Google a selfish poet, and that will bring you to my site. <laughs> That, of course, is not at all what you are, uh, uh, based based upon my description of, of what it is that, that you've been doing. 
Um, uh, so that's kind of funny. Well, cool. I'm, that's yeah. Definitely, people should check you you out and, and what it is that you're doing uh, because I, I don't think a day goes by that I don't see something new from you that would, would that would be a benefit in terms of information that other poets can use. So thanks again. That is truly awesome and generous of you. And I'd, I'd love to hear your poem. All right. Sounds good. So this piece is called uh, Wouldn't a Fly Swatter Be Easier? It's a three-verse poem um, that I would consider film-infused. Wouldn't a fly swatter be easier? Bare legs stuck to the vinyl seats like flies on flypaper. Windows rolled down, hands swooping in the wind, barely grown-in buck teeth beneath summer grins on our way to Pioneer Drive-In. Mom paid $5 for the whole station wagon load, tires grinding their way across gravel to a dusky spot near the screen. Moths had already started to school like silverfish in projector lights, and the familiar cotton candy and popcorn butter breath radiated from the rickety refreshment stand. We climbed atop the oxidized roof, tossing out the few old quilts and stained pillows to cushion our ribs from the luggage rack rail. My best friend and I had said goodbye to sixth grade and hello to Ralph Macchio. Hormones swooned into high-pitched palpitations as he appeared on the whitewashed boards, all awkward and karate kid-like. Mr. Miyagi meant to make him a man. We meant for him to make us women, to capture us in his arms, gently like a fly in chopsticks. We dreamt of maturity and sophistication, the kind that would know just what to say when we met. The crackle of sun-scorched speaker, a tinny soundtrack revelation, and a little brother moon boot thumping the ceiling from inside, shouting to share the red vine, abruptly brought us back, alarm clock style. We hit snooze and wandered into a world of Hollywood infamy and young love, where boys and girls held hands and teens danced in the moonlight, a world soon rushed away by windshield wipers in autumn rain. That's so cool. You're 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 painting a picture of my neighborhood <laughs> and everything and everything that goes on here. Um um how cool, Trish. What a great what a great piece. Really enjoyed hearing that. Thank you. My pleasure. <clears throat> Tell us again your your website in case people want to check out more from you. Trishhopkinson.com and uh or like I mentioned, you can Google a selfish poet. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to uh, be the recipient here of a rare moment where you're promoting your own work. Uh, uh, so, um, so cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Great to uh, connect with you in this way, and I'm sure I'll see you online. Sounds good. All right. That was uh, uh, Trish Hopkinson calling from uh, Provo, Utah, a, a frequent contributor of information of interest and use to other poets and writers um, in the Poetry Superhighway Facebook group, on other Facebook groups, and on her own uh, website as well. Thanks so much for calling in. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving on. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. Call in early, won't you? We I find uh, often on this show that uh, that you know the callers are more sporadic during the first 
30, 40 minutes of the show. And during the last 20 minutes or so, um, I get tons of callers, uh, which is awesome, except that I, I can't always get to everyone because there's only so much time and the show is only an hour long. And I tend to feel a little bit more free to talk a little bit longer with people if you call in earlier. And I'd love for you to have the chance to not only read your poem and not have to speed through it, but for you to have the chance to tell us what's going on in your, your poetry world, uh, what's, you know where, where you live, is there a reading that you participate in, um, what's you know what are what projects are you wor- working on etc. So do call in, ladies and gentlemen. The number is area code six four six seven one six seven three six two. Next, moving along to a caller from the three two three area code. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, how are you? Good. This is Rick, right? This is Rick. This is Rick Lupert speaking. Who am I talking to? Charlie Zero. Oh, Charlie! All right, I saw you uh, post in the chat room that you were uh, you you couldn't wait uh, for yes. your time to yes. read, and now we're like practically at that moment. Is it is it living up to the excitement? Yes, yes, I can't wait to read you something that I just wrote a couple of uh, days ago. Cool, fact, and I, I I'm guessing you're you're uh, by your area code that you're here in uh, Southern Cal. Is that right? Yes, uh, Hollywood. Yeah. Holly, Holly. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm wondering Hollywood if Babylon is what I like to call it. <laughs> that's. Did you hear Trish's poem just before uh, you? Because it was all about uh, Hollywood Babylon. And uh, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, and I really, really enjoyed everything and every word she had to say, and it was just so refreshing. A lot of visuals. To me, I always like to uh, get into the mind of another poet and just see it all as a film and to her poem that she recited on your show was all a a short movie that was just so beautifully and just she just captured everything and that's what I love well I think you you uh you explained a reaction to to her poem much more eloquently than I did well done uh well done Charlie um cool Yeah, yeah thank you Sure. Let's uh, let's hear your poem. Okay, uh, I wrote this uh, as an experiment. Um, basically, it's it's uh, supposed to be humor. Um, it's called. It's titled "Ghost Elephants and the Poetic Disease." Dry martini copes towards dramatic responses. Smile, cornbread, and déjà vu. Life deteriorates. Liberty. Music wakes up the warm meat. Examinations roughly desire a bruised rain reputation. Some topics lie swiftly beneath a never-ending acupuncture chapter. Why is the old theory contradicting itself under the table? The concepts of morality endure cold pretzels. Wow. I never knew that a ghost elephant could be so sensitive. Big descriptions on Bill Cosby show negative signs of the Mississippi River. Dead engineers would be thrilled for perceptible congress of, I can't believe it's not butter. Brilliance is a small, annoying da Vinci who steals Charlie Chaplin's bowler hat. Where is surrealism? Where does surrealism live? I kick 
I kicked it out of the house. Misty, buoyant, and poetically displeased, I feel so anxiously to tell you a blissful philosophy humdrum. Criticism reminds me of when I got my first yo-yo. Where is Mona Lisa's brain staying refrigerated? Lord only knows if those wild futuristic zombies haven't already eaten roughly a cooked iPhone. Dead context surfing in the mood clear city mirror. My chestnuts somewhat resemble David Duchovny. The moon landing was the best piece of science fiction ever written by man himself. And I'm not going to be able to get the vision of your chestnuts out of my head for the rest of the day, Charlie. <laughs> that was a that was a great experiment. Um um, all I want to say is I want to believe. I mean, that is uh, the, the David Duchovny thing. That was awesome. A great piece. Really enjoyed that. You, I would say that was a su- successful experiment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, this is actually inspired by um, – well, actually, this whole piece, actually, I was influenced. Uh, I've been reading a lot of uh, William Burroughs. Um, mm. the, I just finished reading The Soft Machine. And previous after that, I had finished reading The Naked Lunch. And um, I just been doing uh, cut-ups. Uh, I wrote I wrote this poem originally, uh, just out of pure randomness, and then I cut them up into pieces, the words, and then I rearranged them. And at the end, this is what resulted in, uh, in an experiment of uh, something very uh, uh, comical, if you will. So there you go. I definitely will. I, I'm remembering. Um, I, I forget who it was. It could have been The Simpsons, where where Bart and Lisa just walk out of the film, naked lunch, and the only thing that they have to say is, "I can think of two things wrong with the title of that film." Um, Charlie, here in in Southern California, do you go to any any readings in person that you can tell us about? Uh, yes, I just recently uh, had attended. Yeah, this past Thursday, it's uh, it's brand new. It's a brand new place. It's been, I think, I'm assuming it's been up for about four months. It's called Sabor y Cultura, which is in English, flavor and culture. And um, you could check them out on Yelp. Uh, and they have um, uh, open mic every every Thursday. Uh, it's called Freedom of Speech Thursdays. And it starts from eight o'clock all the way till eleven at night. And I just recently uh, had a uh, did a little reciting there uh, myself, and uh, it was pleasant. Uh, I rarely go to open mics um, for whatever reason. I'm kind of recluse. I kind of I'm a family person, and I kind of like to stay behind the scenes. Or sometimes I like to put myself out there, but it's very very rare if I do. So. Um, I don't know. It's a pretty big mystery. I, I don't really have an answer for you there, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, I, you know, I, I definitely think it's probably the best thing you can do for your writing, or at least one of them, is to actually go and share it with other people in an open mic setting. I think um, you, you know, there's something about. I, I've said this dozens of times on the show, but when you you hear yourself read that work out loud, you get to know it better, and you you kind of learn. What you know, it's a way to edit it. You know, you hear how the line breaks flow. You hear how things, how things go from from one to the next, and it helps you, 
it helps you understand how the poem is being received as well, you know, um, because not only do you hear yourself reading it and you can kind of hear how it works and not work, but, but you get an instant reaction of some kind, even if that reaction is nothing, which in itself is a reaction uh, from the audience, you know. Um, and it's such a great thing to develop those kind of, you know, connections with other people who are interested in the same kind of kind of thing. So um, I think it's very cool that you did that. Um, and thanks for telling us about that one particular place and uh do, you should you should do it a lot more i understand what you know what you know when i uh, got a family i st- stopped going to readings as much as i used to because you know frankly i, I feel guilty leaving the house you know without them right. um right. Uh, but but uh you know my wife is very supportive of of my poetry habit and uh will let me slip out you know uh well, I've been hosting a reading every every week for for uh, twenty years or so, so um, you know she's been letting me do that. And whenever another something comes up, she'll let me she'll let me go. And it's not that she's letting or not letting me go. It's she's very supportive of me doing that, even though I still feel guilty. But it's still something important, I think, for your own art to uh, to do. So don't uh, don't be a recluse. No, I won't. Um, you know, like I said, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna make that effort first beginning next year, which is next month, and uh it's a brand new year, fresh and uh I'm gonna do whatever it takes to attend every open mic that I could get my hands on and uh I'm looking forward to the future. Cool. Well Charlie, oh. uh from uh, Hollywood and, Babylon. Oh go ahead. Yes, and uh I'm I'm gonna leave you guys here. Um there. It's uh that's my WordPress. I'm active there because I actually am active with this community on online called Dverse, and we usually get together every Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they always do this uh, a prompt challenge. So I, yeah, you could. I'm very active on there. You guys could check my workouts. Uh, yeah, I don't cool. have a Facebook uh, for- or Twitter, so that I, yeah. So if uh, you guys wanna. Uh, read my stuff there, or um, I'll send you my my email if you want any. If anybody has any questions, or you yourself have a questions to some of my writings on this uh, particular uh, WordPress site, uh, you could ask me and uh, feel free. Cool for for people who are uh, who are listening and not in the chat room. I should should mention that what you're referring to is you just posted a link to your uh, your WordPress site, which uh, for anyone not yes. listening is Charlie zero one. That's the number one. Dot wordpress.com. So Charlie, thank you so much for calling in and uh and uh, don't let it be your last time and uh perhaps I'll see you around somewhere here in in Hollywood Babylon. Yes, I surely will. All right, take it easy. That was uh Charlie Zero from here in Southern California calling and reading his very funny poem uh which uh in which he revealed that he has chestnuts shaped like David Duchovny. So that's that's uh that's just all I really needed to complete the weekend. Uh, that having been said, we still do have a half an hour left in the show, 33 minutes and uh, 40 seconds or so. But who's counting? Well, this little red thing on my computer is counting. But anyway, that's not important. Moving on, uh, if you would like to call in and read the number 646-716-7362. Get to our next caller in just a minute. I should mention – I mentioned <laughs> – that's funny. I should mention because I've already mentioned that I hosted that I host a weekly poetry reading here in Southern California and have done so for the last 20 years. 
But uh, the big news, and some of you might know this already, is that the Cobalt Cafe, which has been a very supportive venue of the of the poetry community these last 20 years in Canoga Park, California, and, and, and as well an all-ages mu- music venue that has been presenting bands for the same amount of time um, in that same spot, is closing at the end of the month. After 20 years in this spot and a couple years Prior to that, in another location, the Cobalt Cafe is closing. So this reading, which I've been hosting, which is actually the the longest-running weekly poetry reading in Southern California, will be no more after uh, after the 30th. So um, if you live in Southern California, uh, this Tuesday, the day after tomorrow, is the very last regular reading here in Southern at the Cobalt Cafe. It's an open reading. Uh, you get seven minutes at the mic. And uh, my featured reader will be uh, J.R. Phillips, who's, an, who's a, an L.A. poet who will be taking the featured reading slot and, you know, in addition to the open reading. Um, and that will be our last regular reading at the Cobalt. The week after that, December 23rd, we're not having a reading. I'm going to be out of town uh, for some holiday travel. And the week after that, December 30th, will be the very last event at the Cobalt Cafe. It's, uh, it's the 20th anniversary reading at the Cobalt Cafe. Um, and farewell party, and it's a potluck. Um, it's really going to be less of a reading, to be quite honest with you, because uh, I expect quite a large crowd, and I can't imagine subjecting a giant crowd to hours and hours of, of a poetry reading. So, um, uh, it, you know, people will have the chance to get up to the mic and talk a little bit about what the cobalt has meant to them, because um, it's it's been, you know, everyone has read at the cobalt at one point or another here in Southern California. Um, there'll be food, which I know because you will bring food and we will eat it, um, and we will just have a chance to say farewell and uh, to the venue and to the reading and and celebrate the last 20 years of what we've done in that venue. So if you want to know more about that, go to uh, poetrysuperhighway.com slash cobalt, C-O-B-A-L-T. Uh, and then I'm going to have to find another reading to go to or run or something after the first of the year since I won't automatically have this one to go to on Tuesday nights. Um, all righty, ladies and gentlemen, moving on. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is Neville Hyatt from Australia. Hi, Neville. Hey, Rick. How are you doing? Doing good, thanks. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. And congratulations on running yet another again successful poetry competition and ebook giveaway. Because I think it's been that long since we've chatted. Uh, it's thank you. Wow, yeah, that's uh, that's true. Old news at this point, but uh, thanks. Yeah, we had the, no the most successful uh, poetry contest we've ever had. Over six hundred entries. Um, um, Ninety-five uh, percent um, of the sponsors have actually sent out their prizes. Um, so some annoying follow-up emails will be coming to the, the very small group of people who haven't done done the, that. I warned him, Neville. I'm telling you. I, t- I tell him, well, if you I... don't send out your prizes on time, you're going to get an increasingly annoying series of follow-up emails. You know, it, it's going to happen. I... Well, I'm a happy man. I've both sent mine out and received mine. So. Oh, good. Whew. I haven't got around to reading the one I received yet, but I'm, I can't wait to do that. Maybe over the uh, the Christmas and New Year break when there's nothing else going on. Cool. Well, so uh, let's. You, you got a poem for us? I do. Um, I figured because it was this time of year, I would read the one I wrote a couple of Christmases ago, which I titled "So This Is Christmas." 
sitting here with bracelets on my wrists, thinking of all the birthdays I would have missed. The sound of the water keeps me awake as I unscrew the cap and say goodbye to Jake. He was true blue, fair dinkum and all that. Now the early morning sun warms the earth where he last sat. A tiny piece of metal, the difference between life and death. A tiny piece of metal before his last breath. Now the wind carries him away. On this riverbank is how I spend my Christmas day. Not the most jovial Christmas piece, but... uh there are certainly a lot that um, don't celebrate Christmas as much as everyone else due to their circumstances. It's true, um, and it's uh, it's never a bad thing to uh, to remember during any time of joy and celebration that not everyone is able to do that. And um, so th- so uh, so thank you for sharing that, and thanks for. Uh, Thanks for calling in, as always, Neville. What's what's going on in uh, in your part of the world in terms of poetry? Um, not too much. It's pretty much all wrapped up for the year. The local poetry reading group I go to sort of closes down this time of year and doesn't start up for another couple of months. The local writing groups shut up shop until the new year, so it's all a bit quiet on the uh, Australian front. Well, all right then. Um, uh, no news is good news, I guess. I'll look forward to your next report uh, the next time you you call in. Um, well, listen, um, can you let us know your, your website, etc., so people can, can be in touch and read more? Yeah, yeah, certainly. The website is Neville Hyatt, that's H-I for igloo, A-T-T, dot com, um, or on Facebook, The Bard from Ballarat. Cool. Well, Neville, I always appreciate that you call in. Um, you single-handedly uh, on many months uh, uh, make this a truly international show, uh, which I, I can't appreciate uh, enough. So it's always great to hear your voice and your work, and I hope you have a great, uh, easy holiday season. Well, I'm still waiting on the Christmas card in the mail to show that appreciation, Rick, and I'll catch you in the new year. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll get right on that. Um, take it easy, man. Have a good one. All right, that was uh, Neville Hyatt calling from from down under from Australia. I assume everyone in Australia, I should have asked him, is is covered in Vegemite and uh, and uh, and um, pretty much just traipsing around the border of Australia looking for trouble and poetry. Um, next time we'll we'll find out if that's true from uh, from Neville. Um, so, all right, ladies and gentlemen, the number for you to call in is six four six seven one six seven three six two. Definitely have some space. If uh, if you're interested in, in calling in, uh, uh, definitely time for you to to get in and share a poem, um, and I'd love it if you did so. Um, our next caller, let's see a block number. Is this? I'm going to just take a wild guess. Is this Michael from Birmingham, Alabama? You got it. <laughs> you're like the only one who calls in with a block number. So uh, every time I see a series of ones, I, you know, it's you. So uh, I've got your number, buddy. Okay. Well, um, so um, how about some news? Let's see. Sure. Let's hear it. Uh, you may have heard of the. You're probably familiar with something called the IBPC, Interboard Poetry Competition. Yeah, sure. Web, Web Del Sol. Well, since we last <clears throat> spoke in November, I placed third in the November 2014 with a poem called Disrobing the Ghost 
which I'm not going to read today because the website has posted the poems and archives. However, in the last couple of days, and a lot of us are concerned, we don't understand what's going on, the website is not up, and the message says that you get is a screen that says that it's waiting for either renewal or anyway. It's webdelso.com. I'm being optimistic it's going uh, to surface back up. But I'm um, Congratulations! Yeah, that's uh, that. Um, you know, I just went to the website right now, and it comes right up. So uh, I, I guess it's it's already. Uh, yeah, webdelsoul.com, dot com. W e b d e l s o l. dot com. Uh, so it looks like they Web took care Del- of that uh, pretty quickly. Well, okay. Well, fifteen minutes ago, twenty minutes ago, it still wasn't up. So that's good news to hear. See how that's wonderful how that happened. Now you'll see over there on the left, it'll say uh, enter. Poetry uh, on the menu on the left. It'll say Inner Poetry. Innerboardpoetry.com. Yeah. Innerboard Poetry. Now, if you click that on, it'll go to the home site, and you'll see November winners, first, second, and third. You'll see Disrobing the Ghost, Michael Birga. Then, if you click on that, it'll give you. You'll see Philip Belcher was the the. It's a jury competition, and you'll if you, if you click on read the points. Then if you you click on each individual poem, it'll have its own presented on its own page. So um, I wanted to announce that it was two years ago in November two, November twelfth that I, I placed last time I placed. I think that was third place. But you also can see up there that there's a link to go to the archives. <laughs> but I'm glad uh, that's good. That's good news in itself to hear that the website's back up. And um, speaking of open readings, you know I I, I view for me, at my age, your monthly program is an open reading and that I attend, and I really like it for that. And that I don't, I don't have to like leave home. I mean, although I'm usually on the road, but um, you don't have to go to a, a reading, a coffee cafe, and, and the audience is, you know, global. I think that's wonderful. Um, I'm going to uh, read a poem called Neo Crash, and it's the first. It's like two. Panels dipped it, dipped it, and um, the first one is a visual poem. And can I visualize it real quickly? Maybe people can see it if I visual. You know, sure, go ahead. Visualize this. Okay, creativity, nativity. So, uh, picture a crib with a, a, a cap on it, and the C R E is the cap. The word nativity forms the manger bed from which all life rises, and I have the T and the V capitalized. Of course, the N, of course, is also capitalized uh, because native, live, alive, uh, activity, the V, vitality, and the legs of the crib are to the left, birth, and to the right, right, birth, right. Create nativity, birth, right. And then the next panel is uh, two stanzas, Noel, Noel, Noel. The miracle of life from maternity to eternity, viva the influence from infancy to infinity. And that's my Christmas card also that I customized. The um, front of the, it's a postcard, Christmas postcard with the front, being the image shape poem. Uh, Apollinaire used the word calligram, and I like that because the words really make, when they make a distinct image, 
as like I guess it, the word comes from calligraphy, drawing with lines of poetry. In this case, calligram. And so, you know, shape poem, a visual poem, which I abbreviate as a vispo, V-I-S-P-O. I like that vispo. Um, shape form, concrete form, and then the, when they flip the card over, turn the card on the reverse, you'll have uh, the, the poem that I read, the first poem, stanza poem. And the, the total production is called Neo Crash. Cool. Well, Michael, thank you so much for uh, for uh, oh, visually cool. laying that out for us, as well as uh, <laughs> reading it for us. Um, and uh, no, seriously, because I know that. Uh, we were struggling a little bit to figure out how to actually show it to to folks since you weren't in the the chat room and stuff. But um, but that's cool. I mean, just something to think about for the future. If you do something like this again, if you can post a visual online and you could figure out how to just get into the chat room, you can post a link right to it and people can see what you're uh, talking about. I'll add a whole other dimension. If you're even interested, it's great to just hear the words though, and I think your description did justice to it as well. Congratulations oh, well, on. On, on third place uh, uh, in that in the interboard poetry competition as well for last month. Um, that's a, it's a great thing. Yeah, that's wonderful timing that you pulled it up then and there, and it's back up. And people can they want to read something else by me, disrobing the ghost, which um, I'm just so happy that it won. It's just um, I didn't write it with competition in mind, but it got selected. I know you have other callers. Uh, happy holidays! I'm glad I could contribute something in the spirit of Christmas, and I'll talk to you next year. Sounds great, Michael. Have a great New Year, and uh, thanks, as always, for calling in. That was uh, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama. So cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving on. Um, The number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the 205 area code. Hi. Oh, Rick, you're the best. You're the All best, right. Rick. Ah, ah, ah. Coffee cool. is not for pussies. That's one fuck of a blender. When are you going to release your greatest hits album? <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I sort of have been releasing it just by saying these things out loud, and I'm just hoping people are there to listen. It's, uh, I think, you know... That? Physical media, you know, is 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 passe uh, these days. So, I just I just want to comment, David. Where what city are you in these days? I'm right outside Birmingham, just like your last caller. I'm in Pelham, Alabama. Wow! Oh, you guys Yeah, the place where sin is a four-syllable word. Sin. uh, Those of you living in sin, uh, call the toll-free number on your screen. I was just well. You and Michael should definitely get together for coffee. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, um, I'm right here. I leave my I leave my information on the chat room, and he can okay. get, get to me whenever he wants. I'd I'd, I'd love to hear. To... I'd love to hear what the results of that summit are. By the way, so <laughs> you, you guys should write something together, and then and then I and then call in next month and uh, and read it. And also, David, uh, you, you know, in case people haven't already gathered, you, of course, are a repeat offender here on Poetry Superhighway Live. And someone posted earlier in the chat room um, that it's a prerequisite to participate in Poetry Superhighway stuff to be out of your mind. And I just, you know, you called in at the perfect time to just kind of emphasize that. So uh, thank you. To be on the cusp of crazy, very important for an artist. The yes. The cusp of crazy. Very important. 
Anyway, let me get right to this piece. It's called Taxidermy. It's a little bit involved. It's not too long. But it's about Jim Fix. Uh, he's mentioned here. He, he was a, 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 a fitness guru about 20 years ago who went out. On, he, he was a, a rising star in the fitness world. And one day he went out on a, um, a run in the morning and... That was it. He had a massive heart attack, never came back. So this is called taxidermy. One, Jim Fitz is mounted on the wall as trophy, staring directly at me. Jim Fix was a very healthy specimen, a runner and overall fitness guru who lectured, wrote books, and gave endorsements, extolling the benefits of a healthy life through physical fitness. One day, Jim Fix went for his morning run, but never made it back, as he expired like a gym membership. Yes, indeed, Jim Fix finally went to those tiny woods. Two, I dreamed that I was sitting in a local diner with the two noted health advocates, Jillian Michaels and Jack Lane, having sausage, eggs, and corned beef hash. I looked up and saw Jim Fix mounted on the wall, staring directly at me, saying, I died for you, fat bastard. Jillian and Jack joined in the chant, saying, Jim Fix died for you, fat bastard. I then proceeded to order more coffee and cherry cheesecake. Three. There was an English gentleman who identified himself as a talent show judge seated at the next table. He looked at me and said, Don't quit your day job, but don't you know that Jim Fix died for you fat bastards like you? The mounted Jim Head then reads me my rights under the Miranda Law as an empty sweater vest slaps a set of handcuffs on me having charged me with the sins of my parents, namely, failure to use contraception. Epilogue. Therefore have I been tried, convicted, and condemned. Jillian and Jack wildly applaud. Yes, Jim Fix died for us fat bastards. I awoke before finishing my coffee and cherry cheesecake. That was my punishment. Well, David, you know, you mentioned that poets have to be, you know, or artists of any kind have to be on the cuff of insanity. I think you're actually dipping your toes in the pool of insanity. Ah, oh, yes, I think I was actually, uh, yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> ah. ah, crazy is as crazy does. Yeah, Thank because, you. Uh, ah, it's the best. You're the best, Rick. You're the best. Remember... Coffee is not a drink for pussies, but yes. uh, soda, soda mixed with wine. Now that is a drink for pussies. <laughs> <clears throat> well, thank you, as always, for reminding us that we don't have any content, style, or language restrictions here on Poetry <laughs> Superhighway Live. Just you highlight that that well, David. It's I'm glad you remembered to call in. It's it's always good to hear your voice. Um, and uh, glad to, glad to hear you're still alive and kicking, and this time in uh, in Thank Alabama. You, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, See David. You next month. Talk to you next month. All 
All right. That was the insane David Nevs calling from uh, Alabama. He called in for the first several years from the lush rolling hills of Newark, New Jersey. And, uh, and well, it's just a hoot for everyone, isn't it? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a, a little under 15 minutes left in the show. Please call in. The number is 646-716-7362. Head into our chat room. People are in there talking to each other, exchanging Facebook likes, uh, and other, you know, winking at each other salaciously. You you want in on this. You know what I'm saying? Um, you just go to the Blog Talk Radio page for this show, which you're probably already at because, well, you're listening to the show and it's all it's all there. That's, of course, only for the live show. When you, If you're listening to this in the archive, uh, odds are the chat room uh, is not going to be very active. Um, all right. Again, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the 661 area code. Hi. Is that me? That is you. (laughs) That's not a 661 area code. I'm in Spain. Are you really? Yes, sir. Well, are you you calling with a mobile phone that's uh, from back home by any chance? Uh, 661? I don't even know where that is. No, no, not possible. Well, my God, Blog Talk, at least we're talking. I don't know what these numbers are that Blog Talk Radio is throwing at me, <laughs> but it says 661. What can I do? But yeah, who am know. I talking to? Who is this in Spain? Uh, this is Richard Lynch. You know me. Ri- oh, yes. Hi. The book doc. That's, that's the guy. Yeah, I signed uh, in under the wrong thing. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I don't pretty know much... 661. That that phrase pretty much describes every experience I've had, ever. <laughs> you know, oh gosh, I signed in under the wrong thing, and that you know, it just it doesn't matter. I'm driving, I'm at the store. It just pretty much explains the whole the whole thing. Wow, it's good well, to hear I'm your voice, you Richard. So you're but, in yeah. Spain right now. Uh, yes, I've been in Spain for uh, seven months or so, and before that, I was in Romania, Romania for six months, and uh, somewhere in between there, I lost my mind a little bit, and then uh, somebody handed it back to me, and I juggled it for a while. Well, you're I've you're giving a lot of competi- you're giving a lot of competition to Neville Hyatt from Australia, who previously is <laughs> is often our only actual caller from outside of the United States. So now we have a caller from Europe, um, and it just feels I never like I called you from Romania. I I don't remember. I know you you might have, but uh, but but I can. There have been yeah. many shows that uh, that um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that that Neville was the only one calling. But what are you doing in Spain, by the way? You don't sound Spanish. I, I, well, I no, I'm not. Um, or or Romanian for here, Neither. Yeah, no, my Romanian is terrible. They threw me out of Romania, so I came to Spain. You probably signed into the wrong thing. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I was there for too long without a visa, and then they just said, "Oh, you've been here too long without a visa," and I said, "Oh, well." Let me have one, and they said no. They threw me out. So I looked at my girlfriend and I said, "Well, where do you want to go?" And she sort of said, "Spain. How's Spain?" That's fine. Let's go to Spain. We both came to Spain, and we were supposed to get married here, so we'd go back to Romania. 
And uh, what ended up happening was we both sort of fell in love with Spain. She said, why don't we move here? So we're in Spain. That's great. I mean, do you, do, you know, uh, do you like have a, a vocation that, that, you know, that you're able to participate in there or? Uh, Absolutely do you not. Do you live under a bus? My, my How does this all work? I ride my bike every now and again, you know, go to the beach, which is the Mediterranean is like four blocks that way. It's sort of nice. That's, uh, you're living the dream, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure that we get to a poem uh, before we run out of time. So, well, yeah. um, can, do you, you oh, got a poem to read? You got one minute? <laughs> ready? I'm ready. The wolf. Yeah, I don't know if I sent you this and you already rejected it, but I just rewrote it, like, while I was waiting. Um, The woman who would only sing. Bats flipped in patterns over the playa, sweeping dust from the air. (laughs) See, I already blew it. Let me start again. Bats flipped in patterns over the playa, sweeping dust from the hair of the woman who sat on a bench singing. She sang to her friend about the toast made this morning which was just as she liked it, though the jam was disappointing, her improvised tune in kind words trailing. Her leashed her, her chihuahua barked at me as I passed slowly by, the singing woman whose toes crammed into her sandals to stack like packaged hot dogs. She sang to the dog to be calm, and it was. I saw her again in the food store where she sang to her friend about prunes, comparing them to her husband, who sometimes helped things. As her friend laughed, she sang about the wheels on her cart and the height of the basket, which defined tragedy by making her bend and put things in and take them out. She sang on the train about graffiti and at the tobacco store about her cigarettes and how they would kill her. I imagined her singing in the kitchen to the pots and pans, telling each what to do and what they were doing wrong. On the playa, her song came through my open window, happy for the beautiful sunset, but missing her bicycle that she liked to ride as the sun went down. In the post office, she sang an address to the clerk after crooning an apology that her fingers didn't work well, nearly yodeling, Alemania! But a package would find her daughter. The woman handed her purse to the clerk in a song about how the change was so small and uncooperative. As she continued the song to a conclusion of thanks, taking her purse back, the man next to me in line saw me smile. I asked him, does she only sing? He shrugged and said, she likes to sing. Sorry, I'm done. I'm applauding. Um, enjoyed that, Richard. Very nice. Thank you for sharing that with us. Oh, I think you rejected it once. <laughs> well, you know, I um, uh, if if you don't wow me in the first two letters of the first word, I you know I don't even bother with the rest when I'm reading yeah, poetry. Yeah. Super highways. I understand that. Um, uh, <clears throat> send it again. Maybe I'll forget. <laughs> What um what city in Spain are you uh, in? I'm in a lovely place called Playa de Gandia, which is uh or Gandia, 
as they like to say here, I, I do that with an American accent. Um, it's it's in Valencia, like uh, the province, which is where they make oranges. <laughs> Hemingway likes it here. Cool. Both by um, you know, stuff like that. That's great. Um, yeah, it sounds like a wonderful place to uh, to go. I like going anywhere, frankly. Um, uh, 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 outside oh, that's of. Just follow me. <laughs> I don't know that I can. You know, it sounds like I can't afford to follow you, though. That's that's the thing. Well, I, I, I have this crazy thing where I need to. I need like an income coming in to sort of pay for things that are coming oh, along, man. and somehow it seems like you figured out a way out of that. So I, you know, I'm not yeah, sure. Dates off the palms on the beach. <laughs> is is there a training program for this? Yeah, it's called uh, the Discovery Channel. You know those guys who like you know go to desert islands and stuff like that. That's pretty much what I do. That's cool. I prepaid the apartment for a year and I'm okay. <clears throat> That's great. That is fantastic. Well, um, Richard, do you have a, a website or anything people can check out if they want to uh, hear more of your work or read more of your work? No, most of my stuff's on Poetry Super Highway. No, not most of it, but. I have a bunch of stuff there, you know. I've been I've been sending you stuff since 1997. That's the year we started. Yeah. Yeah, and then I won Poet of the Year that year, and then, I don't know, I think there was a 10-year stretch in there I didn't send you anything. And then I sent you something else, which you actually took. You're sort of nutty, you know that? You take my stuff, I don't get it. Well, you know, it's it just depends on my mood when I'm reading the work every week. That's that's really Well, if you're in a good mood I'll have to send this one to you now so you can take this one too. I haven't been in there in a while. Well, d- never give up hope. <laughs> Rich I'm 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 coming down to the wire. I'm I'm so glad that you yep. called in. It's uh you you made this an ultra international show today and it's great to talk with you and enjoy España. We will. Enjoy. All right, that was uh, uh, Richard Lynch calling from uh, Playa de Gandia, Spain, in Valencia, where they make oranges, and there's entire vocations where you just sit on the beach eating palm leaves. I think that's what he said. Um, Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for calling in and making this a great show today. I want to thank Trish Hopkinson from uh, Provo, Utah, I think. I know she's in Utah, at least near Provo. Uh, Thank you for opening up the show Trish, uh, with your piece and for all the work that you do to uh, promote information that's useful to other poets um, all over the Internet and in particular in the Poetry Superhighway group. Thank you, Charlie Zero from Hollywood, for calling in and reading your um, your um, surreal, lovely Burroughs-inspired poem. Thank you, uh, Neville Hyatt from Down Under, for reading your, uh, your uh, thoughtful holiday peace to us. Thank you, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, uh, for reading um, uh, uh, and describing the shape of your poem to us, also a holiday poem. Thank you, David, David Nevs from Birmingham, or outside of Birmingham, near Birmingham, not Birmingham, but definitely Alabama, uh, for just being insane and calling in and uh, sharing your piece with us. And thank you again to Richard Lynch, who we just spoke with, uh, for calling in and reading your posts and 
uh, your poem and making us feel jealous that you live by just traveling from country to country as you please. Our next show is going to be Sunday, January 18th at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific. It's going to be our next open reading uh, in 2015. Uh, do uh, save the date and plan on calling in. Um, my name is Rick Lupert. Uh, I hope that everyone has a lovely holiday season, no matter what holiday that you that you celebrate and how you celebrate it. I hope everyone has a fantastic new year and your transition into 2015 is amazing. Uh, 2015, when January 1st comes along, resets the clock. If you were a featured poet of the week in 2014, you will once again be eligible to submit work in 2015. 15 as soon as January 1st comes along. So please do that. Click on our submission guidelines. Happy New Year, everyone. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 